Come join us in person. Sunday school service begins at 9 a.m. with worship service starting at 10 a.m. We also have Wednesday Bible study at noon and 6.30 p.m. We are located at 248 Tournament Drive, Concord, North Carolina, 28025. Our phone number is 704-786-1215. We would love for you to join us in person. God bless. Praise God. Good news. The chariot is coming. And I desire not to be left behind. Amen. Um, as they were singing it, I was thinking to myself, but you got to be ready. <laughs> Amen. When it start coming, ain't going to be no delay. Amen. You can't say I'll get a ticket for next week. Amen. We must be ready. Amen. We do pay honor to Jesus Christ, my personal Savior, on this morning, uh, honoring our pastor, Pastor Holloway, um, whom I am submissive to um, in his authority, thanking God for the deacons and the leadership here at UCC and each and every member in the body of Christ. It is good to be here. Amen. And it's good to be among the living. Um, we uh, thank the Lord for our men's choir. Amen. I, I wish I could sing. Um, but I, I can back up a little bit, but I enjoy singing. Amen. God just didn't bless me with that. And I have been um, wanting to say this, and I know Pastor Holloway wouldn't, wouldn't mind me saying this. I'm so impressed with the music ministry here. I, yeah. Uh, under this leadership, I'll, I tell, bless you. I tell Barbara, I tell Barbara sometimes, I said, they must do a whole lot practicing. I said, because it's like they got something new every time. So really, I've heard a lot of things back to back. So that's, that's a very important um, ministry um, that is, that is spirit-driven. Amen. We acknowledge um, our senior citizens um, here today. Um, the anchor. Uh, church is built on Jesus Christ. But you, you find a church that don't have uh, older people in it uh, who were built it and labored. So we do honor you. For, for your labor. Amen. Amen. Thanking God for my wife, sister, Barbara Ann. Now, bless you. You know, I don't talk a lot. Everybody kind of know that by now you've been around me. But there is a need today to, uh, to address the issue of the courtesy and compassion um, that this church showed to our family in our time of distress. And the beautiful thing about it is, is I see that across the board. And so we do thank God, and it's a privilege to participate with a church that has compassion for others. So give yourself a hand, amen, for carrying out the work of our Lord and Jesus Christ, amen. I would like to turn your attention on um, this morning to Psalms 26. Um, Psalms 26. When you get there, say amen. Psalms 26. I'm going to read into your hearing this morning, verses 1 through 2 of that 26th division, and it reads, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. My perfection, I have trusted also in the Lord. 
therefore I shall not slide. David is saying, I don't, I'm not going to waver or get unstable. Verse number two, he opens himself up and he says, examine me, O Lord, and prove, test me, try my reins and my heart. David said, look within me, check my motives. I can say one thing, but check my motives and see what they are, O Lord, knowing that the Lord knoweth all things. Amen. Amen. I ask you if you would please now go to Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Say amen when you get there. Luke 22. Our teaching text will be coming out of Luke 22 verses 31 through 34. I do ask that you tab and hold. But I want to read verse number one into your hearing. Verse 31 says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Amen. Bow your heads. Father, please allow the gospel of Jesus Christ to do the work. God, I'm just believing today somebody's been praying and that that you placed in my heart is going to answer some measure of prayer, build up, edify in other areas. But God, we thank you for the blessed opportunity that you have given to each of us to be ministers of the gospel, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, the very um, gospel that gave us hope in our hopelessness, that lifted us up when we were down, that made me whole in areas where I was weak. God, we thank you for it ahead of time because we know it is your will. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Bless you. As a thought on this morning, I would like to use, beware Satan desires to sift us. Beware Satan desires to sift us. For teaching purposes, sift just simply means to separate. To separate us. Um, This particular text uh, in the Gospel of Luke Um, is actually dealing with the prophecy that Jesus is of Simon Peter of his uh, departure, his rejection, his denial, the three-time denial of our Lord and Savior. But he carries a principle, and that's what I'm going to be teaching in this morning. The principle is Satan wants to and desires to separate our relationships um, that we have. Amen? Amen. And one thing that um, I can say scripturally from our sin nature, which was inherited from Adam and Eve, um, that each of us uh, have or have had uh, a measure in which we tend to be judgmental. Amen. Amen. If we didn't, it would have never been in the book. Uh Amen. Amen. And the interesting thing about it is as we continue to grow in Christ and we continue to sit under the word of God, I'm so glad to hear about the noonday Bible study that's going well. Because what that tells me, as long as we sit on the word, eventually we see ourselves. Because one thing that my flesh does not like, it does not like self-examination. I don't like looking at myself. I have no problem with, with straightening my wife out. 
I don't do that, so don't. Let me, let me, I'm working in an example. I have no problem with straightening my wife out. I can, I can tell you everything that's wrong with my spouse. From A to Z, I, you know, you need to do this, and you need to do that. And, and also, you know, I got, three, I got three sons, and I'm constantly telling them what's wrong with them. Y'all need to do this. You need to straighten out this area of a life. You need to do this in the finance area. You need to do this, and you need to do that on a consistent basis. It's very easy if we're not careful to become judgmental in the house of God. You know, this person's not doing that right, and they need to do this in order for these things to go better. Got to really ask the Lord, Lord, bring that kind of spirit under subjection. Be, because it is a spirit, the Bible says, that's got to be marked because it becomes cancer in the body of Christ if you're not careful. Amen. We need a kind of spirit that if I'm not right, I need a brother or sister who is willing to pray for me. I need a brother or sister if they have to bring some area of correction to do it in the right manner, not in the sense of embarrassment, but in the right manner. So what I have found out from Scripture is before I can ever have a good relationship, a good, wholesome, and healthy relationship, a good marriage covenant, a good friendship, a good leadership, a good, a good relationship with my brothers and my sisters, is I've got to examine myself first. Amen. See, the Bible in Matthew, it says, that, it says that it's okay to watch the fruit that comes off somebody's tree. Amen. But it is not okay to judge them unto condemnation. In other words, we have a righteous judge in Jesus Christ who will righteously judge at the right time. But what we are able to do, the Bible says the first thing you need to do is get the beam out of your own eye. Yes. In other words, I'm always looking out, but I ain't wanting to look in. But it allows me that there's an allowance for me to look out to help you. And the same thing coming this way. I first got to get the beam out of my eye. The Bible says so I can better get the splinter out of my brother's eye. Note what David and the psalmist, David just goes to the throne. He said, Lord, examine me. See, he wants to be examined. And, and something I've discovered over the years that we have to so be very cautious of is when we come to partake of communion, the Bible says examine yourself. Just to come in and partake of the body of the Lord, the sacrament, and the blood of the Lord is not just something that we do wholeheartedly, uh, yes. but we should do it to the glory of God. Yes. Listen, I didn't say we come in this place righteous, mm -hmm. but we got to come to the throne of grace and say, Lord, make me right. Yes. Amen. And then be partakers after we make a heartfelt decision. Lord, I confess my sins and I need help. See, the Bible says if you confess your sins... Oh that he is just to clean. You know, in other words, sometimes you got to just come and say, you know what, Lord, what I did last night wasn't right. And I know you saw me. And Lord, help me. Bring me out of that particular behavior. The Bible goes on to say, this is why many are sickly among you and why many die. See, misdiagnosis all the time ain't got nothing to do with sickness. Oh, I need a witness in here. It has nothing to do with a physical sickness. It's a spiritual sickness. Amen. And we're going from doctor to doctor, from specialist to specialist, deductible to deductible, broke, busted, and disgusted, when all we really need is to be able to touch the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
search me. Examine me, O oh Lord. Once that's done, now I'm in a better position now to help my wife, to have a healthier relationship. I don't know about you all, but I, I just don't want a, a regular marriage. I don't want just a friendship. I want a true love connection. And what I mean by that is sometimes we will find ourselves in a marriage covenant with a deteriorating relationship. We just coexisting. We are documentary married, but we're separated in our own household. And I know God is not pleased because God created the marriage covenant, and it's very, very special to him. If I can just talk just for a minute about relationships. You know, there's a lot of different types of relationships. You know, we have the marriage covenant that God created in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, and he loved them. And he created a family. Amen. Those were his children. The Bible said in the cool of the evening, they would just come down and converse and walk and talk together with his family. He loves the family covenant. That which he loves, Satan hates. Let me say that again. That which he loves, Satan hates. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He does not necessarily want me anymore. What he wants is my grandson. He doesn't necessarily want me. He wants the generation that's coming. See, his time's running out. His time is running out, and he's raising his level of attack right now on the Christian church, and he's kind of destroyed. The relationship I have with my children, Adam and Eve had children. Then they had a family. Kinships was, was was a community of people in relationships. Satan doesn't want us to have community relationships. Why is that? If my neighbor be in trouble, I can help him. If I'm in trouble, he can help me. We were in trouble. You all came and helped us. You see, he doesn't like that harmony. He doesn't like it that we care and have compassion one for another. He is the one that keeps the chaos going. He's the one that tries to come in our households and cause all kinds of chaos and all kinds of hurt. He's trying to sever the relationship that I have with my sons. He doesn't want me to minister to them. He wants to get into our lives and run things. But I come by today to share with you that we are more than victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can have good, solid relationships. I don't care what condition they are. If God be for us, who can be against us? With men, these things are impossible. But with my God, all things become possible. When was the last time a lot of us had the blessed opportunity to go to a family reunion? Without having to ask, is Uncle Tom going to be there? Is Mary there? If Mary and her family there, I'm not coming. God is not pleased with us. The gospel of Matthew, Jesus explains something. When you got an ought with your brother, go to him or her in private and get that particular issue rectified. I don't know if you know this or not, but God doesn't want our offering at the offering plate. He says when you come to bring your offering and you got an ought with your brother, take your money, leave it, go and take care of the issue, then come back again. Come on in this place today. God is trying to get us to come to a place of reconciliation. God is a God of reconciliation. He came down through the generations. It was a separate relationship between man and God. And Jesus Christ, by the Calvary cross and the blood of the precious lamb, reached down and grabbed mankind and reconnected to God and brought us back together on a relationship. I need a witness in here. God is able. And he wants us to have good relationships. 
How can we accomplish anything in the body of Christ if we're severed? If there's division and schism among us, how can we do it? Four different sects in the church operating in their own entity. God is calling us into the power of one accordness. Under one accord, there's a power. There's many mighty works that get done when we come on one accord. But separate. How can the head say unto the foot, I have no need of thee? We so graciously need one another. Those that appear to be the most lowly who you can't even see, you need them for the effectiveness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I petition you, I encourage you, if you're in the body of Christ and you've been baptized, God issued you a gift. And I declare, if you stand up and say, I'll go, I'll do whatever it is that you need me to do. God will not only bless you, but he will bless the church. And we'll be able to stand outside these walls under the leadership of our pastor, and we'll be able to do a mighty work. I don't know about you, but the work is not about me. The work is about the kingdom of God. I just went to a funeral, and while I was there, I thought to myself, I just want to be ready when my time comes. My Lord and my God, this is just not a social club that we are partaking in. This is the body of Christ. And he's issued each of us a promise. And that very promise is if we be in him and he in us, when we take our last breath, come on, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And all the toils of this world, all the suffering of this world will be over. Just stop by to bring a word of encouragement today. Somebody got and not with their brothers and sisters. Somebody got an art with their mother. Somebody got an art with their father. Somebody's got an art with their spouse that they just can't get rectified. I urge you and encourage you today to pray to God, God, give me a forgiving heart. Give me the kind of spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ had when he went to Calvary Cross and hadn't done anything and didn't say a mumbling word. And went to Calvary's cross on my behalf, took on my sin. The sin sickness was put on him that I had sinned. I'm thankful today. Because when they called my name out on the roster, it was Jesus who raised his hand. He says, I'll go in his place. And now I'm understanding something. When he looked down on Calvary, he said, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. And some of us, I've done it. I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to associate with you. If I don't associate with them, why should he associate with me? In the name of Jesus, I love each and every one of you. To God, be the glory. Come join us in person, 
Sunday school service begins at 9 a.m. with worship service starting at 10 a.m. We also have Wednesday Bible study at noon and 6.30 p.m. We are located at 248 Tournament Drive, Concord, North Carolina, 28025. Our phone number is 704-786-1215. We would love for you to join us in person. God bless.